Hi guys and welcome to FaceTime with Shan and today we're going to be talking about um, education um, we're going to be taking a twist on it today um, we're going to be talking to an influencer um, not your your usual influencer but an educational influencer and his name's Toby so hi Toby how are you? I'm fine thank you how are you? I'm great. I'm great. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for this opportunity. Um, just some like little ground rules beforehand so that you know what's going on and whatnot. Um, you can share as much information as you like, or you don't have to share any at all. Um, and yeah, just be comfortable. You know, be confident and stuff like that. Um, first of all, I am gonna get some consent from you. Um, are you happy to for this um podcast to be? Um, posted for a public audience certainly okay thank you so toby tell me about yourself like what got you into um creating a page on instagram about education um where do i even start from i <laughs> guess the lack of education in certain areas mm-hmm. so i think growing up no one really taught me how to write a perfect cv or how to write a perfect um personal statement so I needed to, I felt like I needed to fill the gap in yeah. that, um, in that void. So yeah, I just started up the um, Instagram page. And initially, it literally started off as, okay, let me just start it off and see how it goes. And yes. then I just stuck with it. Okay, see, that's the same for me. I feel like there's a gap in the market for education and like awareness on certain things. And I feel like, especially with mental health and education, people are very or we're not really going to talk about that or it's just very like individual to the person um we don't really talk about it on a broader scale so yeah i feel like i agree with you on that um so what kind of services do you provide um so it varies actually so initially i did start off with education and then now we've progressed into like more business focused things so i do provide tutoring for a levels and gccs oh my gosh that's amazing <laughs> <laughs> um i also do provide um ucas um application services so proofreading writing and drafting yeah. ucas statements and the latest things are business management cons- consultancy and also like um yeah, just business management consultancy. So starting up a website for new entrepreneurs and coaching new entrepreneurs, basically. Wow, that is amazing. I like that. <laughs> um, so like what, like from your perspective, what really got you into, um, what got you thinking, okay, I need to start um, an education kind of um, page or whatnot, like what really motivated you? For me, it was a case of I wasn't always the smartest person in the room. Okay, yeah. Um, And it's like, just because I'm not smart academically doesn't mean I'm not smart in other ways. Mm -hmm. So it was just trying to show or portray that image that, listen, you can be smart in your own way, so just own it. So I had to work 10 times harder than an average, quote-unquote, average person to learn the resources that was given to me Mm because my brain is just... weird so i needed to learn a bit like i needed to put in more effort to learn and memorize things so it was just a case of each and every one of us were all different Mm -hmm. so we just need to learn what we're good at what we're not good at and work at it and honestly speaking it was just that whole 
persona of academia for me. Like I just love reading. I love researching. I love things to do with business and just merging all of them together was just a blessing for me. Oh, okay. That seems amazing. So is that a career path that you're like, is that your main career path or do you do other things on the side? Or is it just, you know? Um, <laughs> so to be honest, I'm just going with the flow. I think this should be my main career path, even, even though like I would want to spend sometimes in like quote unquote, the corporate world. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so teaching, in different universities then like seminars lectures and stuff is the bigger aim yeah um so yeah and hopefully one day working towards a phd as well oh that sounds amazing <laughs> that is so amazing we need more influential people like you because i feel like social media is so like saturated with like i wouldn't say nonsense but like drama gossip toxicness and you know the quotes and everything is just so much sometimes it's really consuming and when i came across your page like i was just like oh my gosh this is different and um even like your youtube um is quite different and it's got like you're very consistent and very you know what helps you to keep consistent like because i know it's very hard being on social media and being in your own lane in your own avenue when everyone else is kind of following trends and things like that yeah i think that's a tough question because literally i think what makes me consistent is just the passion i have for it Mm -hmm. because if i should look at the views the views are at the bare minimum currently now they're at the bare minimum if i should look at the following the following are at the bare minimum Mm -hmm. so what's actually motivating me is just the passion and actually seeing that when I get a message that oh um, Professor T you've actually impacted my life in one way or the other it honestly gives me that I'm making a difference like yes I feel accomplished yeah you know and writing a personal statement for someone because during the pandemic I did like a lot of free stuff mm-hmm. so writing a personal statement for someone during the pandemic and whatnot and them coming back to me saying that they've got in the offer at one of the top universities it actually gave me joy so even though i didn't make money from it or even though i'm not getting a big following from it it's something that if i can just impact one person's life i'm accomplished Ah, that's you know what that's actually so lovely because that is the aim for me as well to kind of um create like content and solutions for people who need it because i feel like um there's a lot of people that don't have that like i was looking at some of the my data which i'd collected and 80 percent of people like 83 percent of people had said that they'd never heard of services like mental health services and things like that that they needed so let alone educational services because when i was growing up it was a thing of you had bite size you know you had my maths and now it's like all disappearing and i'm just like oh so kids are so consumed by just social media and you know the platforms of twitter snapchat this and that but where are the educational things that we grew up with you know Mm. and it's kind of damaging i think um yeah because i think majority of today's culture is just based on trends Mm -hmm. obviously like i do believe in trends and i think trends are good if you use them in the right way yeah but um majority of like the young people that watch like various influences and you know they go into like different avenues mm-hmm. thinking they'll become rich like those influences re- like really quickly yeah. without banding the subtle message of their success which is hard work now i'm not saying work until you drop dead i'm saying work smart at working hard yeah i like that work smart not hard <laughs> i like that 
but yeah i feel i do understand what you're saying and i feel like so many young like i'm seeing that there's so many young people falling into like like um different disorders like anxiety depression because yeah. you're chasing this lifestyle and um, that social yeah. media is kind of providing but it's not realistic i feel like social media is a facade if you really think about it um you know uh, it is it's a very very big facade and i was like how do you stay positive online because i know it's hard as like an influencer i'm gonna call you an influencer because <laughs> 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 you really are you are influencing like for the right reasons and yeah. what keeps you motivated what keeps you going because i know sometimes online you get consumed by everything and you try to filter as much as you can but you know it's just everywhere even with the racism and you know like everything that goes on it's just like oh you know so how do you like deal with that honestly i think it goes back to my foundation because mm. before i started i wasn't really on social media like that and i used to make fun of people on social media saying oh look at this person <laughs> posting and that yeah. whatnot so i think for me it's just remembering my purpose mm -hmm. so why i actually started social media why i'm actually doing it yeah and also it's like i've seen people live the social media life and live another life mm -hmm. so i don't really take everything i see on social media at face value yeah because i feel like the moment i start taking it at face value i start to like get consumed and i start running someone else's race yeah and i that's so damaging because I see someone on um, Instagram, they're wearing the latest design of the latest drip. Mm -hmm. If I was to follow that drip without having the facilities to do that. All the funds, really. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's just a bit mad. So literally just staying in my lane, doing what I do best and making sure that I can do myself proud because at the end of the day, I can go on social media, scroll through and see people, but that's not my reality. Mm-hmm. And for some people, it's not even their reality. So it's just coming back to the real world and actually speaking to real people and living real life, basically. It's actually very true. But I feel like sometimes people don't... Like, life is hard, isn't it? And I feel like sometimes, the, you know, the the um, the hype that is created on social media, especially on Twitter, mm. um, I just think to myself, like, it's a shame that... Um, we've created this culture online and whatnot where we slander people for what they look like or we slander people for this and that or um, we have perceptions of what beauty is and things like that and I just think to myself that's a bit you know I wouldn't it's not sh like we need to you know I don't know how to explain it we need to be better as people like we need to challenge each other and I feel like there's a lot of places that we don't really challenge it like we don't challenge much especially with brands yeah. like even the latest drip or what or what she's wearing and body types as well we don't challenge those things you know I mean it, legally speaking it's hard to challenge because one could argue that it's the freedom of speech and it's a way to express themselves Fair enough. Um, how, but however, it's just like there needs to be a fine line between expressing yourself and actually assaulting someone mm -hmm. with your words. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, if someone is a bit bigger than an average person or a bit thinner than an average person, that's really none of my business. Mm -hmm. You understand? Yeah. If, like, I do believe in if, if, if a brand is doing something bad, let's say like Nike or something, they're doing something bad or they've put, um, they put a racial comment out there, I, I do believe in drawing them out and actually saying you can't do that. But in terms of like just criticising people on how they look, how they dress, how they speak, 
it's for me it's just a damaging culture for society because we are building a generation where people are not actually comfortable in their own body yeah so literally social media is one of those things where people go to for like to escape it's like an um it's like an escape mechanism for them and when they do get on social media they are tackled by various things like um, racial abuse um about their gender and all of that so for me it's just it's damaging but it's like you can't really do much to it but i think that um that various platforms can actually do something about it because on instagram if you if you were to post something with COVID 19 they'll take it down yeah yeah they'll have a tag about it and have a big like fuss about it so you know there should be words that need to be tagged like you know words need to be tagged and once they see that it needs to be taken down so i think people need to be proactive instead of um, passive yeah because i did see like actually that's you really answered the next question i had for you because i was going to ask you like what do you think like um brands can do to like um create a safer um environment online and stuff Mm. um but yeah 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 well i'll just add like it goes down to like monitoring like because you can't just have a big platform without monitoring people. Mm-hmm. And I know that one could argue uh, invasion of privacy and whatnot. Yeah. But the more you post something, it's public knowledge. So it's on the public domain. So, you know, there needs to be like some sense of mechanism or system or algorithm that um, pinpoints various words and various pictures and various things that essentially will make the platform safer for everybody. Yeah. That is true because I feel like, especially with um, a lot of like ethnic minorities, there's a lot of like judgment around like skin color and things like that and whatnot. And um, I saw something recently um, with you know all the football that's been going on lately, and there's a lot of like racism that came out and things like that. And it was quite overwhelming that oh my god, that this is what um, is the result of you know the Euro Cups and, and and things like that. And it's just like. Do you feel like ethnicity and things like that play a part in how we are treated um, online and things like that or how certain things are perceived or perceptions or standards that are created um, for people? Most definitely. You know, and I feel like it's hard, but the colour of our skin, where we come from, our culture, our Mm. accent, what we look like really depicts a picture of how we're going to be treated. Now, I'm not saying everybody's treated or everybody treats people that way, but you have those few odd people that treat, let's say, a white person better than a black person, Mm -hmm. or treat someone who's a bit um, taller better than someone who's a bit shorter. But I'm not saying that's the whole general population, but Mm -hmm. I think it's, it's one of those ones where it's disgusting, and it should be looked into, but this is where education comes into play, Mm -hmm. because I feel like people who go to the extreme extreme end are very very uneducated reason being is that for many many years now we've learned to live with each other yeah you know this multicultural um system where it's it's been working yeah so far and you know for someone to lose their life over a football game or for someone to lose their life over the sexual orientation um, orientation is actually a load of bollocks for me you understand like yeah Someone's race doesn't really affect me. Someone's how they identify something doesn't af- affect me. So why am I now, you know, trying to pick a fight or start slandering them online? I just feel like the jobless, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, I hear what you're saying. Um, 
but i feel like from i like i really agree with what you're saying and i feel like we need to start pushing more educational things whether it's just information um even yeah. educating each other when things like this do happen whether yeah. it's racism whether it's um I don't even know what like beauty standards we're looking at beauty standards just educating each other and it's oh. part of the education and we'll move in a different direction the culture will move in a different direction but it, oh. we need more influential people just like you to do that <laughs> um I, and I feel like that goes back to the representation like yeah there need to be more representation on tv on the radio in books mm-hmm. authors like if we get a diverse represent- a representation in all sectors within our society i think we'll be better off so more diversity in like the metropolitan police force in um in high institutional places Mm -hmm. i think we can go far in terms of building a better society for everybody which is inclusive yeah i really i do understand that and i feel like there's this culture online that's been created lately um because i focus mostly on like that i've realized there's been an increase in mental health issues on for women and things like that and like what is beautiful what is this and that and it's like we need to start educating in the younger generations as well that you know what you don't have to like this to be successful or to be happy or to be influential um you can create your own your own lane because i feel like social media kind of put it puts us in boxes and you kind of don't really escape them but like you can't really lean out of those boxes and things like that um so what would you like advice would you have like a younger um like a younger viewer um on just life and obviously (laughs) like we're adults now you know and it's kind of like we're here to educate what I want to educate and I'm sure you want to educate the younger generation so that they don't have to go through the same trials and tribulations we did um as individuals and as a black person I knew that um growing up I wasn't the most desirable person and whatnot but I've grown to learn now that there's a wider range like in the world there's a wider range of people that will find me desirable or who will appreciate me as I am um so what kind of advice do you have for younger viewers (laughs) I think first and foremost you have to live your life for you so don't live your life for other people or look at what other people are doing Secondly, have a thick skin. Because, yes, like we can educate and stuff like this, but the problem won't go away easily. Mm-hmm. Or it wouldn't go away at the click of a finger. Yeah. So, like, have a thick skin, be, be persistent. So, like, I live by the three Ps, basically. And I think I was saying this the other day with someone that you need to live life with a purpose. Yeah. You understand? Mm-hmm. What are you living for? Once you find a purpose, make sure that that purpose is specifically for you. Don't do it for someone else. So don't become a doctor because, oh, my cousin's a doctor or something like that. I actually have a purpose for it. Yeah. You understand? Then make sure that you have a passion. Mm-hmm. Once you have a passion, be persistent. Yeah. And I feel like once you start doing those three things, everything else will fall into place. Because once you're passionate about something, the moment you hit on hurdle, hurdle or something like that, it's not going to seem like a hurdle. It's just going to feel like a, you know, like a, it's, it's going to be a walk in the park for you because yeah. it's like you're passionate, you know your purpose and you have that persistent spirit within you. Yeah. No, yeah, thank you so much for that. Um, do you have anything else that you'd like to say at the end? Any information or anything that you'd like to share? Um, yeah. 
No, just thank you for having me. It's a great privilege. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Honestly, keep doing what you're doing, Professor T. Um, yeah, I really appreciate this opportunity. Thank you. Thank you so much.